With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill After, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend, the raging bull, Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. Listen up, Slapnuts. This is Jeff Jarrett, the king of the mountain and founder of Global Force Wrestling. And you're listening to In the Room Radio. Gentlemen, we're back and we're on the air. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, VOCNation.com. Brady Hicks here. I'm excited to uh, to talk with all of you here tonight. All that jazz. A uh, little tech issue there, but we got it squared away, and I couldn't be more happy. Joining me as always, the lovely Kathy Fitz. What's going on, Kathy? Hey, Brady. I can hardly hear you. Uh. Okay. That is weird. Stro, can you hear me okay? Yes. Hope you can hear me okay. Okay. <laughs> I can hear you great. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, Cassie, that gets squared away. Uh, 
but yeah, things are uh, things are good, right? Everybody good? Let, let's try that again, Kathy. You doing all right tonight? Hanging in. Hanging in. How about you, Stro? Yeah. You hanging too? Hanging and banging? Oh God. Yes, yes. Much just left to be here. Much better than I was. So I'm just, uh, <laughs> just happy to be here with you. All. <laughs> Yeah, me, me as well. Me as well. Uh, 914-338-1885 is the number to call in tonight. And, and uh, hopefully, like I said, we'll be able to talk to a bunch of you. And we'll have some fun tonight as well. It's uh, it's an exciting time to be a wrestling fan. I, I never would have thought I'd say that with Vince McMahon gone for almost a month. But um, WWE, I, I, in my opinion, it just continues to get better and better. Um to the point where a three-hour Raw no longer feels like a three-hour show. And um, to the point where, like, WrestleMania tickets, now they sell 90000 in a single day. Now, granted, that's across two nights, but still, that's pretty freaking amazing. Like, the last couple of years, they struggled to get to 90000 you know, after, like, a few weeks. So... Hey, I, I think I take it as great news. WWE had their investor call tonight, and uh, I mean uh, this week, and and it just sounds like things are things are looking up for the company. So I, I couldn't be more happy about that. I really couldn't. Uh, AEW, I think, doing well as well. So for the first time ever, I think we've got two legitimate kind of fighters going at the same time, and that's uh, that's where we are. That's where we are. Uh, all right. So anyway, uh, 914-338-1885 is the number to call in tonight. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's so quiet tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you guys okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, great here. Really. Uh, Good. Good. It's just... Good. You're just happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> Besides yourself, elated. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. be happier if I were doing cocaine. Now I'm only kidding. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh. Kathy, did you meet with Buff Bagwell yet? Oh no, that's this Saturday. Okay. Do you have your shirts lined up? I got Stevie Ray's. Okay. That's, that's good. I'll, I'll, I'll try to yeah I'll, I'll yeah I'll try to get mine to you as soon as possible. I I need an address actually. I didn't know where to send it. Okay, I'll, I'll text it to you later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what size do you need? Cool. Large. Large. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll see. I can get one to you. Kathy, how Please. in the world are you going to wear both shirts? What are you going to do? Wardrobe change halfway through? Of course. Okay. Lady, I'm going to hang up and call back, okay? Sure, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I hope it... Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine her confronting Buff Bagwell wearing the T-shirts? <laughs> oh, man. The, the, way, the way he's been acting lately, oh, my God. I, I, yeah. Oh, my... It's, I don't know what's going on with him right now. I don't think anybody does. And, and, I mean, I, I've never met the guy, but it comes off to me as, like, somebody who's just, like, 
and if anybody is listening, talks to him, like, I mean, feel free to pass along what I said. It's an uneducated guess, in my opinion, but I, it seems to me like he's just reaching out for headlines. You know, like he's just trying to get attention anywhere he can. Yeah, I mean, I just recently saw him do the whole Mr. Rogers stick. <laughs> Someone sent yeah, me some footage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I saw that. <laughs> He also recently did an interview where he kind of talked in depth about, like, the backstage stuff in WWE when he got let go. You know, the, the ice bottle incident with, um, the ice bottle incident with, uh, Hurricane Helms and, and, I don't know, just the, the, the whole thing is weird. Kathy, can you hear me better? Oh, a little bit. I don't know if it may, it might be my phone, seriously. I don't know. I really don't know. Wish I could help you. I'm not much of a tech guy. Uh, anyway. Yeah, anyway, so <laughs> we were laughing. It almost seems like uh, this guy, Kathy, we were saying, it's almost like he's, like, constantly reaching out for attention. Yep. Or at least I was saying that. I'll, I'll go on record as saying that. Like I said, I never met the guy, uh, but that's what it seems like to me listening to him, so... Whatever yeah, works, right? I will be doing a, a wardrobe change. That's good. I didn't know uh-huh. if you do wear one on top of the other and then rip it like Hulk Hogan in front of him. You know? No, I'll just I'll have one of the shirts on, walk around, go to the bathroom, change to the other, and just see his reaction. <laughs> okay. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Uh <laughs> Let's go to the phones. We're going to bring on Steve, who uh been waiting for a little bit now, and, and Steve is down in Virginia. Uh, no doubt he's going to be able to bring some topics to the table here tonight. What's going on, Steve? How you doing, brother? Uh, Colossians 3.23, whatever you do, do it heartily. Uh, I'm doing great, Brady. That's um, great. I'm glad to hear it. Uh Tell Kathy to tell uh, uh, Bagwell this uh, good Gene LaBelle line. You got a nice neck for choking. That's a good. That's a good line. <laughs> uh, rest in peace. I, mean, I like that. Throw something at him. Cheryl, did you have any uh, I... uh, thoughts and memories on Gene LaBelle? Oh, he was my one of my earlier influences. Uh, you know, up there with Luthez and a few others uh, breaking into business. Yeah, uh, he was. Uh, I mean, just I was just a student of him, you know, and then just was just study a lot of his, a lot of his, um, you know, techniques and everything. Sure. And yeah, yeah. He, he was a and very, uh, very not, heavily not... influence, heavy influence on me. That's that's really cool. I uh, and not to bury the lead, of course, uh, Gene LaBelle uh, passing away this past week, uh, uh, an influence on everybody from Roddy Piper to Ronda Rousey to uh, Chuck Norris. I, I think Daniel, well, Daniel Bryan, obviously, Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I, I'm still in WWE mode. Um, but yeah, no, just just a huge, huge influence. He had a line one time. Um, he was into, I, I'm trying to, I, and I'm probably not doing it justice, but it was something along the lines of, Kathy, uh, Gene LaBelle 
said that he was into um, real fighting, like R-E-A-L, and he really and he made no money at it. So he was into real real fighting, and he made no real money. But then he got into real fighting, like R-E-E-L, like movies, stunt work, <laughs> that kind of stuff. And he made it rich. With real, mm-hmm. So he was into real fighting, and he made no money. So he switched over to real fighting, and he made it big. I always thought that was kind of a cool quote. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I was reading, I was listening to people's stories about him, and uh, once upon a time, I uh, got brought up that that was loosely based on him, the Brad Pitt character. Interesting. Which character? Um, the the character, the main character, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, with the Tarantino and uh, Brad Pitt. Oh, I did hear that. Yeah, yeah, I did hear that. I did hear Pretty that. Nice. It, it's a shame. It really is. But um, little judo gene. Yeah, I was just linked to uh, Jake Shannon's interview with him a while back, too. It was interesting. Um, and uh, uh, WWE uh, has interested me more so lately, given the regime change, but also because uh, this past SmackDown, my uh, friends from my state were working there. I think they were in, Carol- they were in Carolina this past Friday, so... Oh, Brandon, um, nice to, Brandon, um... Yeah, it's nice to see Brandon Scott and Trevor Irvin. Scott, and Phil that's Brown it, yeah. And, yeah, Phil okay. Brown was there, too, doing security. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, in SmackDown uh, recently. Uh, he was he was the big guy that was cool. shooing off Ronda Rousey through the back. Yeah. Okay. I thought, well, for the I record, thought Ronda was going to... Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, for the record, uh, I would have loved nothing more... And to see Brandon Scott job out hit row because I can't stand those guys. <laughs> it's so funny that um, my one of my friends that was in that match, uh, Irvin. Um, I went yeah. to high school with him years ago and uh, interviewed him a while back after the AEW dark match, and I asked him about hit row because he told me he just he you know Irvin was telling me he was doing music. And uh, mm-hmm. I thought what swerve it could have had potential, but you know I felt like they got cut way too soon. And then it's funny when when Irving gets this this TV match, he's facing Hit Row, who I was asking him about. Pretty funny. Yeah. It worked. Out. Wrestling has a funny way of going full circle like that. Mm-hmm. What were you saying about Ronda Rousey? She, yeah, she was being uh, escorted out by Phil, and Stroh brought that up. But um, I wonder if they're going to do a Ronda Shayna match since Ronda and Shayna were like having a uh, intense conversation on stage. I guess that'll be something to lead up to. Maybe. Maybe, yeah, I, I could see something like that. It, it'd be great if it was for the title, but I understand that they're not going to take it off with Liv Morgan so quickly. Um, even though the fans haven't totally been behind her the last couple right. of weeks, 
And, and a lot of that is WWE's doing because of how they treat you. At some point, and, and, and that's one thing that I think Triple H is a lot better at than, like, Vince McMahon, is, like, knowing how to treat champions and understanding, like, the small decisions that you make can kind of have long-lasting effects sometimes, you know? Um, but mm. with that said, I was kind of surprised that they would do live like that if they were going to have her hold on to the title and continue to be the champion. I never under, it almost, it really, what it does is it devalues the champion. So I, it doesn't really make sense to me that they would do that. I understand that there were like time constraints and they had to cut it short or whatever, but, um, you would have been far better to just have Shayna Baszler interfere in the match if you were going to do something like that, you know, uh, mm-hmm. just for that reason, just, just to, just to help live, save some face there. Um, unless they've decided to end this reign, and go with Shayna versus Ronda for the title for the next couple months. I I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that is the feud. But but Liv's got a feud with somebody. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they they could very well do even with the title not on the line. Maybe say, yeah. say for example, Ronda calls Shayna the match with Liv, and you have a mm-hmm. feud right there. You, you know could, I mean? you could, yeah. I. You know what I would have liked to see, and, and the horse is kind of out of the barn there, and honestly, I'm sure they have other plans. Uh, but imagine if you took Ronda out of that division for a little bit until closer to Royal Rumble time, and you put her in the tag division with Shayna, and you have them just run through that tournament. How cool that would have been. That's what I would have done, but... Again, I know they have plans, and it probably involves some women that already left, and it probably involves the new group with Bailey. But yeah, I don't know. I, and, I, I and feel you like you got to consider too a Charlotte Flair return is imminent. Is she, too, as well, I mean, so. she's got to be coming back soon, I would think. Yeah. So I don't know that I wouldn't bring Charlotte back on Raw though to have her feud with um. To have her feud with um, the the long-haired one. I can't think of her name. <laughs> Bianca Belair. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know. The way that it's looking at Raw, I think it's setting up for a Bailey. Um, Bianca. Yeah. Yeah. Bianca. Probably. There and I, I think Charlotte could be going back to Smack. Probably back to SmackDown. And probably feuding with yeah. um, Liv. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Although, honestly, the way things have been going, they don't even need the brand split anymore. I know they're going back to it at some point, but... Well, there's rumor that, uh... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That I don't know if it's the, the, the castle event or whatever that um, that uh, that somehow... Roman will be just defending one of the championships on the line yes. in the near future. Yeah. 
if not that if I heard, not that show. So. Yeah. I, I heard uh, one title against Drew and one title against Karrion Cross. And if they're going to mm-hmm. split the title somehow, that paves the way perfectly. Imagine if you do, like, Cody and Karrion Cross for one of the titles at WrestleMania next year, and then you have Rock and Roman in the match. I would watch that. I think it would be good, you know? You, you would be cool. No, oh, go ahead. No, I, I'm just saying along those segueing along those lines. It'd be cool to have like uh, like a double main event for WrestleMania this coming year with uh, Cody and uh, Seth for one title and um, oh yeah, Roman Seth, and for sure. Possibly The Rock for the, the other title. To say that it sounds like unless something happens if, with if The Rock and maybe the rock, what they're doing, it, yeah. yeah. If they want to start the Rock I mean, Roman, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, now, assuming, like, the Rock is able to do it, like, not only his schedule being clear, but I understand there was, like, some insurance issues before and stuff because he's gotten hurt the last, like, couple times he's wrestled, you know? And, like, it obviously has a huge impact on his ability to make movies and be the biggest movie star in the world. So, like, I get it. But at some point they're going to have to make a decision so that they can kind of start to move in that direction. Uh, even if it's something as simple as splitting the titles, you know. Um, yeah, I mean that's that's probably what I would do though, and I and 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 I would probably have Roman defending the Universal Belt because that's the one he's held the longest. You can continue to talk about how long he's had it, and it's also the title that The Rock has never won. So that's probably and also got what a, I, a possible, you know, if I. Um, you know, a few automatically with uh, Cross and uh, McIntyre from, from his uh, debut, well, return, rather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of opportunity there, for sure. Um, yeah. So that'll be pretty cool. And I just keep thinking about the Rock and Roman Reigns on the microphone for the couple months leading up to WrestleMania. How incredible that's going to be. Because Roman was great against oh. Cena this, this, like, last year. You know, I can only imagine what he's going to do against The Rock. So, and you got, <laughs> you got the Black Adam movie starring The Rock right around the corner too. So, yeah, be really big. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I really liked. Uh, uh, I liked Gunther versus Nakamura. I watched that one twice. That was good. I liked that there was, uh, I liked the video, it was. I liked the yeah. video package. I like the video package you did for the IC title, too. It, makes, it reminded you why it's important, and I felt like for a long time they just didn't care. And it's it's on record that they didn't care. But now yeah. it's true. Was, it's true. They, they made it yeah. important. The Intercontinental belt was important. And um, for a long time it was. At some point, Vince got crotchety and didn't care about it as much, and... and um. Yeah, that, yeah, I like how they kept yeah. calling it the workhorse title, because that's something we've been saying for years that they've never. I don't even think they were allowed to say workhorse on TV before. Kind of like hospital you know, and champion and wrestler, and belt. <laughs> but you know, granted, I guess that, times they're uh, changing. Both guys, granted that both guys will hold the respective championships until the Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see a champion versus champion belt with. Uh, Gunther and uh, Bobby Lashley. That'll be amazing. And Bobby has been on 
such a role. Like, oh, I know fantastic. that part of the reason that he hasn't had a belt is because Roman's got both of them right now, and they're really trying to do something with that. Um, but Bobby, every day, in my opinion, is making them regret that he doesn't have one of the two big titles. Oh, yeah. Him and AJ killed it the other night on Raw. It was incredible. And you see, so Bobby, not only is he a powerhouse and the fans are behind him and he's finally got that great personality and he's a killer, and um, they finally found a way to do him right. But on top of that, now he's having great matches with, like, Tommaso and, you know, AJ Styles, like you said. And it's like, there's something there. There's something there for sure. I I almost feel like you need about 15 main events at WrestleMania this year. Just with, like, all these guys that have the potential to really break out. I I'm can't believe Bobby Nash is 44 years old. And he's still great, too, but uh, I'm wondering when Johnny Gargano comes back. Cause he, uh, he, he could go anywhere, but... I think Champa would benefit from having him back if they wanted to do a tag team. God, oh, yeah, bring back DIY? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. DIY. They were so good. Tear it up, man. Um, That'd be amazing. And then, uh... I think... Karrion Cross was a good return, too. I felt like they dropped the ball on him hard. That was one of the reasons what turned me off to the TV was, like, you had this dominant NXT champion, and then you have him lose to Jeff Hardy in minutes, and Jeff Hardy cheated, even though he's not a heel. It just made no sense to me. Yeah. It just didn't I, offended me. I, I, I was saying last week, and I don't think you were on with us, but um, they made such a big deal out of him in NXT, and they brought him up, and they stripped him of everything that made him special. They took away Scarlet. They took away the entrance. They took away the music. Um, they had him lose to Jeff Hardy in like a minute a couple times. And they give him a welder's mask. And all of a sudden, it was like he was just another guy on the show. And it's like, I understand a big part of it is that like, in NXT where there were mostly smaller guys, Karrion Cross looked like a monster. But when you put him in there with like Roman Reigns or like, uh, say Edge, you know, there's a lot of guys who, on the main roster who are much bigger than you would think that they are. So Karrion Cross suddenly isn't a monster anymore. He's just an average-sized guy on that roster. Uh, but they did no favors by stripping him of everything that made him special. And that and that was a shame. Yeah. I thought he could have been similar to like Goldberg and Ken Shamrock. And Ken Shamrock was kind of wasted, too, on his way out with the whole incest angle. Um, I forgot all about that. Mm-hmm. And they never bring him up, either. Um, something I heard from interviews, but... Um, but she took a step up. She to... left there and ended up managing Stro. So it was okay. True. Um, I do have a Stro <laughs> question. Uh she was great, by the way. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Good. Alicia's good awesome. Yeah. I loved when yeah. we had does her she on. Do, yeah, does she still do public, uh, like, appearances besides interviews? or? I don't know much so much I know anymore. She, like yeah. 
know. She was having some health issues right now. I I don't know how she is now. But I knew for a little bit there. I know she wasn't doing real well. Kathy probably knows. I I got a I really haven't talked on a walk. Me neither. Yeah, same here. Yeah, Yeah, I haven't talked to her for quite a while. I, uh, I used to see her all the time on Facebook. I, I don't think she's even on there anymore. I rewatched the. No. Uh, this is unrelated, but I, I rewatched the Fit Finley uh, doc. And uh, Stro, what, what are your thoughts on Fit Finley? Was he the best uh, villain at one point? Like Terry Funk oh, told Aaron Anderson? Oh, Fitz amazing. Uh, I remember, I remember he, even after my matches, anything that I would do, I'd, I'd sit and watch him and Regal, some of their matches, which was some of the, the best I've ever seen. I mean, as far as just originality, believability, and, uh, I mean, we were all gathered around the locker room and watched you know, the monitors with, when Regal and Finley were in the ring with each other. It was just amazing. And, and Finley is a great guy, and I know he really helped a lot of the ladies in the women's division there at WWE. It did wonders with them. Yeah. And they all looked, they all looked up to him as the guy that reached out to help them out. So you know, I mean, Fitz a good dude. I mean, and he's very giving, very and and, and so knowledgeable about you know this the business in itself. I liked it when he used I to give the shillelagh. He people. <laughs> Matter of fact, Goldberg um, looked up to him a lot too, because you know he was uh, Finley was the guy that really uh, opened Goldberg's eyes to the business. Because you know <laughs> in the beginning it was really yeah. hard for Goldberg to kind of adjust, and you know that's just with yeah. you know quite a few people <laughs> that had a hard time adjusting. Because this business is not for everybody, of course. But Go- sure. uh, Finley was the guy <laughs> that kind of turned the light bulb on. Goldberg from the wrestling, and, and ever since then, you know, Goldberg's really had a lot of respect for, you know, Finley. Sure, sure. Finley and Regal were like the real life Goldbergs, you know? <laughs> like, you don't want to yeah, mess that's with why, them. That's yeah. why I watch them anytime Regal does anything recent. Um, and Regal brought up that Finley, his, his WWE career was basically with one good leg. And it, I almost forgot about that, the WCW injury at the table. Yeah. Um, but where was this documentary? I didn't even hear about this. This is an old one. This is when, like, uh, his son, Dave, said they was, like, just a oh, high school okay. I got you. Um, uh, I got a random question for Stro. Favorite wrist lock? Traditional, double... Double wrist lock, favorite wrist lock, because there's multiple ones I've, figured, I've seen. <laughs> I've, I've been an admirer of all the different wrist locks, and things, but the double wrist lock will always be kind of like, yeah, you know, my take a lock is always my favorite, personal favorite. Yeah, I've seen Regal do the traditional on the chest. And, and not many, not many people know how to execute it properly. You know what I mean? But the mm-hmm. ones that do it, it, it's a beautiful thing. Um, I always thought of it like the bouncer move, you know, with the wrist lock. Because that's oh. how they control you. 
you know? That's what one of them was telling me. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, people um, that study a keto has to, you know, a lot of it has to do with the risk, too, the way you control their opponents. Nikito Mark. Brady, let me know when Nikita. you catch up on uh, uh let me know when you catch up on Better Call Saul, because I know you're behind. I'm about I'm about four episodes in, so what do I gotta get to? Ten? Okay. I, I'm get my, I think here's my problem, Steve, and I, I have no problem throwing Kelly under the bus with this. But there are shows that we watch individually and there are shows that we watch together. And the shows that we watch individually, I move a lot faster with them because I can right. watch them at night whenever I feel like. But these, I, I have to wait for her. And sometimes we'll go two weeks without watching an episode. But they're they're in my DVR, so I will eventually get there. It's been torture because I know the Breaking Bad people come back, some of them. And, like, I know that, like, I mean, I've seen little hints of things here and there. And I can't wait to get there. But... It's cool. I I mean, I'll get there eventually. Hopefully within the um, next couple months. And for cool the record, I've been binging Modern sure. Family. It has been my... <laughs> that's been my solo binge lately. That show is amazing. <laughs> you know, um... Uh, <laughs> what's his name? The, the dad on that show. The Ed O'Neill, the actor. Yeah. He's a black belt. Still dumpy. Is he? He's a he's a real life black belt, yeah. Yeah, did oh, Sam cool. Punk take some classes with him? Martial arts class? Yeah, it, would, it wouldn't surprise me. Did he really? Me. That's funny. Um, and obviously Sabrina Vergara is a goddess, so that's one reason why I'd watch, to be honest. <laughs> but, um... I will I will check it out. Yeah, yeah, um, it was super cool seeing Esposito, I think, in March of this year. And, uh, very loquacious, talkative, friendly guy. And he was doing a panel on, on a Sunday. It was, it was, it almost felt like a church service, he says. Cause just how, um, real it, it got in some parts. Okay. It was it was so cool just picking his brain and like he talks about meditation like so much like even after even after the panel was over so that was my probably favorite. Who are you talking about? None. Huh? Who are you talking about? Oh, Esposito, the guy that played Gus Spring on, on Better Call Saul. And, and oh, okay. I'm sorry. I just yeah, I missed sorry. something. <laughs> I'm all over the place. That guy's amazing, um, though. <laughs> Gus Spring. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Do you ever watch yeah. The Unusual Suspects? No. He was in that, and I didn't even know he was in that. I was like, whoa. Yeah. It was cool, like, singing in that. Um, I think I hit on pretty much everything I... I just wanted to mention my friends around SmackDown and ask Stress some questions, but, um... Yeah. There's just a lot to look forward to. I think, I'm glad that Takeshita's not leaving the States. I thought he was going to go back to Japan, but he's still going to work AEW, is what I heard. 
Okay. I think he's he's got a lot of upside. And then I think Daniel Garcia will join the Blackpool Combat Club at some point. I think they've already I I would think so. That. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting for guys to start being multiple groups at the same time, you know? Um, right. Actually, for the record, I really like what Arya Devara has been doing with uh, with Parker Bordeaux and, and that other guy with the upside-down visor and now Sonny Kiss. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... I don't even think I, I don't even think I saw that, but I heard about it. Yeah, it well it happened on Rampage mostly, but uh they they so Arya's been having this, this group for a little bit now with Parker Bordeaux, who was the guy that WWE let go, the Harland guy. Um the next Brock Lesnar, that guy. Um it's been really good. I I forgot and I don't know how I forgot because I've interviewed the guy a couple times now. And uh, obviously, he's every bit as talented as his brother. But I forgot how good Arya Davari is on the microphone. Like, he is like the perfect face for his own group. So, And he's got all these, you know, kind of young up-and-coming guys. It, it's just good. It's a, and I like it because it's a mix. It's not like... It's not like they're all the same. Like, it's not like he has a bunch of, like, Parker Bordeaux-type guys. You know, he's got... A real variety there, and it's cool. I don't know. It's, I I can't put my finger on it, but it's cool. Mhm. I'll have to check that out. Um, so have, have you have you been watching the Arya Davari stuff? I know you watched some AEW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, was that on Rampage? It was on Rampage when Sonny Kiss turned and went with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, I, I but remember Parker the big Bordeaux, guy he was he's like about that. Too. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. looks kind of like mean, Brock. You know, he's smaller than him. Yeah, but he, he does. looks like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the guy that you know was supposed to be the next, uh, the next, next big thing. So, mm-hmm. and he was with Joe Gacy for a little bit. Okay. Although for the life of me, they really, yeah, they could have done better with him than to just make him a sidekick. But yeah. Something tells me it would be a little different if Parker Bordeaux had come up a couple months later. Right. You know? Right. If nothing else, they would put him with his sister Scarlet, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything else, Steve? Yeah, that'd be just like the virtual brother and sister thing all over again. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was great. The pirate? It's so nice to do it twice. Um, Something tells me they're not going to recycle storylines for a little while now. Even if Ronda Rousey is throwing money around. uh, Gene LaBelle said, be the man with what he doesn't know. That's my final word. Very nice. Great Mm -hmm. talking to you, brother. There you go. That was Steve. That was Steve. Uh, (laughs) I'll tell you what um, Let's take a commercial break I know we're a little early for it But on the other side um, There's a star that wants to return to WWE And I want to talk about that Uh, He's been teasing it on social media And I think because of the Triple H thing There's a chance Um, Mm -hmm. I kind of it's awful because I never wish ill will on anybody, but I'm kind of hoping he doesn't sign. 
I don't know. Mm. Well, we can talk about it on the other side. We also have a couple callers. We have Malcolm, uh, we have Anthony, and we, we have uh, others as well. 914-338-1885. It's in the room on the VOC Nation Wrestling Network, and uh, we'll be right back. Hey, this is the Total Package, Lex Luger, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Hey, guys, before we get started, I just wanted to read this commercial because it's an agreement that we made with a really great podcast, and I want to tell you guys all about it. Pro Wrestling Interviews, it features guests who are hot indie stars as well as the greats of the ring. Each week, you can join the amazing Velvet as well as Dr. John as they host this jam-packed hour of interviews, pro wrestling news, and entertaining guests. It's an hour you don't want to miss. Trust me, you don't want to miss it. Every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, just go to ProWrestlingInterviews.com, and it'll take you to their Facebook page where you can get the custom podcast link for that week. Don't miss a second of Pro Wrestling Interviews. That's Sunday nights, 9 Eastern, ProWrestlingInterviews.com. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Check out In The Room. Every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Kathy Fist, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Taku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off the uh, building. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Yo, this is Jerry Stiggs of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts will include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Jimmy Hart, Richard Steamboat, Dean, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Phil After has been in the pro wrestling business for over 50 years. Hey, Tony here with uh, Arn Anderson. Arn, first of all, your height and weight. 6'1", 255. And now subscribers to VOC Nation Premium get exclusive access to Bill After's archived audio footage. And uh, where's your hometown? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Okay, and uh, give us something about your back. First of all, your relationship to Ole Anderson. Ole is my Subscription to VOC Nation Premium starts at just $3 a month and includes commercial-free audio and video versions of our top podcasts. Okay, we're speaking here with uh, the manager of the World Heavyweight Tag Team Champions, Tarzan Tyler and Luke Graham, and he's, uh, he's sort of glowing tonight about a new prospect we haven't heard of yet. And for just $9 a month, Aptor's archives are all yours. Uh, would you tell us who this new prospect well, is? Well, I'll tell you, Bill, I've searched the world, and I finally <laughs> found a true world champion. I finally found... 
Well, what's your opinion of uh, Ivan Koloff winning the title from Bruno San Martino? Well, I think, uh, I don't know what to say, but I, I want to say one thing. Bruno was an early champion. Hear exclusive interviews with the greatest performers of all time. And once again, we're speaking here with Bruno San Martino. Bruno, first of all, how did you and Bruiser lose that title to the Valiant? Well, actually, it was a, a, a very unusual loss, if you want to call it the did loss. Did have anything to do? Well, yes, but the whole thing is this. If you rules, as I always understood them, was that the title could only be lost by pin or, or submission, which is the same rules as uh, my title, the World War Wrestling Federation. That night, uh, it was... To sign up, it's very simple. Head to premium.vocnation.com or go to patreon.com slash vocnation. VOC Nation takes you behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation radio network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Welcome back. It's Tuesday night, uh, 9 to 11 Eastern, right here. VOCNation.com is in the room. And uh, we are so happy to be here with all of you. Don't forget, you can always call in 914-338-1885 to talk with us live here on the air. Brady Hicks, Kathy Fist is with us. Kathy, I'll get to you in a second. But, Shro, before we jump back in, what do you got going on this week, man? Ah, well, Thursday night, uh, WCW Retro returns to VOCNation.com at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we'll be discussing um, the career of Miss Elizabeth. So if you got any cool Miss nice. stories, please uh, okay. you know, call in. should be a lot of fun. And then Friday night at the Throw Zone at midnight Eastern Standard Time, on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Jordan Maestro, uh, the features for Friday night will be, I'm, I'm doing a, uh, return from House on Haunted Hill, starring Vincent Price. Very nice, so okay. Please, uh, tune into that. And Saturday, I'm going to be at the fourth large collectible show being held at the American Legion building in Wilmington, North Carolina from, I think, I think it's 10 a.m. to... 3 p.m. there at the American Legion in Wilmington, North Carolina. So if you're in Wilmington, North Carolina, cool. come by and see me. Be good All right. All right, very cool. And for the record, if you talk about Red Miss Elizabeth, uh, there is a chance that the ghost of Randy Savage is going to come on the line and haunt you, I would think. Oh, please. <laughs> oh, no, please. maybe not. I, I think he... He... he, he, he uh, <laughs> He loosened up a little bit over the years, so. Uh, <laughs> I was a huge Miss Elizabeth fan, so that's really cool. I'm, I'm excited to listen to that one as well. Uh, 
really digging the the profiles like that. It's, it's a lot of fun, kind of looking back and talking your memories on some of these stars. So, very cool. And don't forget, guys, you can also call in to WCW Retro, the same number as we have here, 914-338-1885. Uh, now, Kathy, you got a show this weekend, too, or a convention, right, up in, uh, where was it, New York? Parts of New Jersey. Oh. Although also known as Parts Unknown. Oh, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the missing link is. Well, I kept telling everybody it was Poughkeepsie, and Rob goes, no, it's Parsippany. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow, uh, <clears throat> it's, a, it's a convention. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I hear, it's at a, like a soccer place. Okay. And they're going to have um Wrestle Bash, right? Is that it? Wrestle yeah, Bash? That's it, Wrestle Bash. <clears throat> I'm looking at it right now. You were saying? Sorry. So it should be a really good time and uh I don't know, Brady, for some reason I got to keep doing speaker so I can hear him. <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that tonight. But uh, is the volume all the way up on your phone? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it's, it's well, I'm not looking at this right here. Go, go ahead. It's you know it's you, Stro, and when Steve was on, I could hardly hear him too. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's what made me think maybe the volume's mm-hmm. off on your phone somehow. Um, I'm I'm looking at this event and it looks really cool. So, Kevin Nash, Booker T, Orange Cassidy, X-Pac, Ethan Page, a lot of AEW people, uh, Ethan Page, Scorpio yeah. Sky, Ron Simmons, Sergeant Slaughter, Josh Alexander, Shaw Guerrero. She looks so much like Page now. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Red Velvet, Kara Hogan, Nyla Rose, Tasha Steeles, Gail Kim, Jessica Elibon. Diana Perrazzo, Steve Macklin, Penelope Ford, Kip Sabian with a box over his head. I don't remember that one. Uh, Lisa Marie Varon, also known as Victoria, Flip Gordon. I could go on and on. Giselle Shaw, Marty Skrull, Parker Bordeaux is going to be there. That's pretty cool. Uh, Rikishi, Samu, Dutch Mantel, Johnny Rods, Molina. Earl Hebner, Dynamite, Godfather, Sonny Kiss, uh, Megan Bain won the Women's Super 8 last year, uh, Angel Orsini, J.C. Storm, Christina Marie, Heidi Lee Morgan, that's cool, Brian, so- why is Brian Solomon get a billing at this thing? He hasn't done anything I haven't done. That's crazy. That's crazy. Everybody go ask Brian Solomon who he is. I'm only kidding, Brian. I'm just, I'm just having fun with you. I mean, Cheyenne Ortiz has a table, too. I, that's that's pretty funny. Buff Bagwell, Brandy Lawrence, and Alicia Tal, Enzo, Bushwhacker Luke, Tama Tonga, Tonga Lawa, Haku. Wow. Matthew Raywalt, Vicky. This is big, Kathy. I know. I just don't understand why some of these people are getting their own tables and, like, advertising, like. 
So I'm going to try to get like nothing, nothing against Brian. Nothing against Brian Solomon or Cheyenne Ortiz. They're both very good at what they do. Uh, but why in the world are they ahead of Vicky Guerrero, for example, or Haku? Okay. Virgil, Jamie Hader, Big Papa Pump will be there. There's your hookup. Yeah. <laughs> you ought to bring him over when you talk right. about uh, when you talk to Buff. You ought to bring him over. Hmm. That's an idea. I know he's a big booker. I know he's a booker guy. Oh yeah. He's a Stevie guy. I'd imagine he's a Stro guy. <laughs> That's so, pretty yeah. cool. That. And I'm gonna, you know, try to get as many numbers as we possibly can, so we can start getting that uh, back cool. on the ring. Very cool. I would even talk to Brian Solomon. That's how desperate it's getting. I'm just playing Brian <laughs> if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> I'm just having fun. He's he's actually a good friend, so I'm, I'm just having fun there. Uh, <laughs> let's go back to the phones and. Uh, like Chip Kelly once said, Kathy, we're going to go to the phones early and often here because uh, we got to get through this. We're going to go to Malcolm. He's going to help us get through this. What's going on, brother? Brother, brother. Hey, how you doing? Uh, Brady, I thought Mike was going to call in tonight. Uh, uh, I got to say about my brother. He's, yeah. He stepped up for me like Dory Funk Jr. did for... Uh, Terry, when he took on uh, the Junkyard Dog in February of 86. On the oh, he got your back? Uh, yeah, Mike had my back. He got me on Facebook. They were driving me nuts. I mean, okay. I'll tell you what. Some of the people on Facebook, they don't have a life, Brady. They, this social media stuff. So <laughs> yeah, I can say this. There are people on there that I that are good friends of mine from Northern California, from Big Time Wrestling, from other people I know. And to all of them, I'm sorry I had to close the account, but uh, I can't deal with people that they act their shoe size instead of their age, you know? Like, I think Eddie Martell, the quarterback, the actual quarterback for the Washington Sentinels, in the replacements, the Warner Brothers movie, 1999 movie, The Replacements, and he's in the locker room with Shane Falco, Keanu Reeves, and he's and he says, and I'm going to say this like Eddie Martell said to um, to uh, Shane Falco, and this is not directed mm-hmm. to Keanu Reeves, Shane Falco, one of my favorite movie characters ever. Um, I want him to know it's not directed to him, but this is directed to all the people that don't have a life and want to bug me. You know, you want to know something? You guys, when it came to intelligence and it came to respecting people, you're not a has-been. You're a never was. <sighs> I didn't say that, Brady. I call in this show because I like to talk to intelligent yeah, people. And, and you we're, got we're intelligent, right? Yeah, and i got to apologize, Brady. Things have been going through my head because I get to deal with these these people, these grown people that act like kinder, have the mentality of kindergartners and act like that instead of grown people. Uh-huh. There's two ladies that take care of me. They're renting me a room here in Orlando. Um, she brought uh, – her name is Teresa. Teresa's one of the nicest ladies on the planet. 
uh, and um, when it's Christmas time, I'm going to buy her something special for Christmas. She's got a daughter. Her daughter's name's Trina, and part of her, her middle name is Yvonne. Yvonne is one of my favorite names. Uh, Yvonne Craig that played Batgirl Barbara Gordon on the TV show and was on other TV shows and movies. You know, she, I, I you knew know, Ivana Tinkle. Ivana Tinkle. I, I used to know Ivana Tinkle. <laughs> she used to drink too much. <laughs> you think? <laughs> but I'm mature. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm waiting. I know I, I heard you announce all those names, especially Big Papa Pump is my hookup for life. Holler if you hear me. Uh, God, I'd love to be there, but I'm not going anywhere and not doing anything until I see the champ. When I see the champ, Ronnie Hart said he's going to call me sometime next month in September. He's going to give me the bull dough. I mean, it's either going to be sometime in October or sometime in November. I missed him June 22nd. I'm not missing him this time. When I get to his beach shop on our international drive on uh, whenever the date is, I am going to sleep at 3 in the morning in front of his beach shop there on the international drive, and I ain't moving until I meet the champ. I'm not moving. I'm going to be like a okay. snickers bar. not going anywhere for yourself. a while. Yeah, I'm parking. You're going to park. And I'm not going anywhere. Till I see you, Hogan. When I see you, Hogan, then, you know, after I meet Hogan, then everything else will fall into place. But for right now, it's only only guy I'm thinking about is Hulk Hogan. I'm sorry about all the other guys, you know, but I'll get around to him after I get this done. I haven't seen Hogan in almost four years. He was signing some autographs for me. We were taking a photo out with Kevin Nash and Scott Hall. And I even met Eric Bischoff that day and got three pictures with him. And you know what? It was, you know, it might have been the greatest day of my life. I mean, let's face it, Brady, I've had a lot of heroes in my life. Kenny Stabler was Oakland Raider, Hall of Fame, Super Bowl eleven champion, legendary quarterback. Kenny's gone. The snake is gone. He's buried, you know. And then the other one is uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Piper's not here anymore. He passed on in 2015. And then, um, you know, there's, there's other people, but Hulk Hogan is still here. Hulkamania is still inside me, and it's not going to go away till I die. And if nobody likes that, like Archie Bunker said, you know, so that's what we know that. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I love yeah, it, bro. But I'll get, I'll get to everybody after I meet Hogan. I've waited almost four years. Right now, Brady, and I'm going to tell Hulk Hogan this if he's listening, I used to go through Oakland, Oakland Raider withdrawal from January to August when they started pre-training you know, camp and they started playing preseason games and I could go to the games again. Well, I changed mm-hmm. that. Now I go to red and yellow. It's got nothing to do with another football team in Kansas City. It's all about the champ. It's all about the guy that wore the belt for over four years that just made me smile, made me laugh, made me feel good about myself. He was the drive for me. Well, he used to wear black and white. Well, I know. He used to wear black and red and yellow. When he, when, yeah. he dropped, when he dropped the leg against the Macho Man, I don't know if Hulk, I told Hulk this, but I didn't get upset about it. I laughed about it because all those WCW fans turned on Hogan. You know, and he got tired of it, and he and he uh, he put up a show of force, as my drill sergeant would say at basic training. He showed all his fans, you're not going to push me around. 
I, I, I am the Hulkster, man. What you gonna do I, he made when Mulkamania runs wild on you, brother? <laughs> yeah, you got it right, Jim. Because I'm telling you, he created more for wrestling than anybody else did. And I don't give a damn what anybody says. He, he, there was times wrestling was dying, and Hogan brought it out of the trash can and brought it back up. He always did that. He created more big moments in professional wrestling. He created Wrestle War. Uh, the war, or the war to settle the score, rather, in uh, February of 80, 85, when I was over in Korea. He beat the Iron Sheik mm-hmm. and created Hulkamania. He, he, uh, him and Vince McMahon, two months later, after Piper and Hogan had that fight at, at the war games on MTV, or, or the war to settle the score, rather, on MTV, they came up WrestleMania, Madison Square Garden, right? And then two months after that, Saturday night's main event. And I was over in Korea still. And then I was home in September 85, and I got up on Saturday morning, and I couldn't wait to see this. Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, the cartoon show. You know, Hulk Hogan, you know, you can say what you want about him. You can be jealous of him because he's got all this money and all that. But he's he's always going to be my drive, man. Not only as a soldier, when I was a soldier, Hulk Hogan's going to be a drive for me the rest of my life, man. He is. Everybody's gone just about in my life that we're heroes. The Hulkster is still here, brother. Yeah. Mm. That's great, man. That's great. And, uh, Brady, I just want you to know, um, I want to also say it is Max Wassa, even though she's legally blind and she's out in Toluca Lake, California, living somewhere. Mm -hmm. And she's about 3,000 miles away from me. I'm going to try to get on the phone. I mean, I don't have the greatest singing voice, but I'm going to try to sing happy birthday to her on Thursday because she is the lady since I met her at a Hollywood show, April 2009. I met her on that yeah. Saturday, and I liked meeting her so much and, and, and being next to her. I made up an excuse to get two more pictures with her just so I could be around her the next day. You know, she's about two years younger than me. She's my age. Even if I, you know, if I never end up with her, you know, she's that special lady. She's my pinup girl. If I was in war, Max Watson would be my pinup girl. I even came up with a nickname for her. I I called her Maximania after I met her. And her birthday is August 18th on Thursday. Happy birthday to, I think, the most beautiful lady in the world to me, Maximania Wasa. And I don't care if you're legally blind or not, you are you are my shining star, okay? And then... Um, well, wish her a happy my, birthday my, if you talk to her for me. Oh, I will, but i got a great niece. Sorry, I got some cats out I, 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 I thought my cats were better. <laughs> I got some uh, I got a great niece in Coppers Cove, Texas She had a birthday today She's three years old, Willow Happy birthday, Willow With The whole world I haven't met her yet I haven't met my two great uh, nephews Mick, Dean and Mickey They're 10 and 8 But I want them to know You know I wish I could be there For their birthdays this year So, yeah And uh, I just, you know I just want to keep man. doing what I do I'm trying to be You're brave, a good man, but Malcolm. I'm running across people that, 
you know, I want to stay away because if I get too close to them, I actually might pick up their stupidity uh, disease. So I'm trying to stay. I'll wear my mask around people like that, you know, but avoid stupidity. So, yeah. I was going to oh, say, you're calling this show. I want to I wanna do stuff for Papa Stroh. You said you were going to talk about the wife, the ex-wife, the manager of the Elizabeth Hewlett on Thursday. Yeah. Well, uh, the madness is still around. The beautiful madness in Elizabeth. Her eyes, her face, it's still there, man. And it's never going to go away Thursday night. Just think about it. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Malcolm. You're the man. Yeah, I'm good. Be safe, brother. And if you tell Mike I said hi to. if you talk to him. Hey, I hope he calls in. He, he said he was going to call in tonight. I don't know why. but Me too. I, you know. I, I miss the guy. He's so busy. Hey, I think Mike, for a brother, he drives me crazy sometimes. But Mike, to me, is like Wally to Beaver. You know, I'm Beaver, and Mike is Wally. And I still respect him, even though we get arguments and everything. But he goes to bat for me. He has my back, and I know that. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a great and guy. And you know what, Brady? He's a great If I we love Alexa him. Bliss, the first autograph for from Alexa goes to my brother. I'm going to tell her that myself. I want him to have this moment. So, yeah. If I could so. if I could get them together, Mike, I would, or Matt, Malcolm, believe me, I would. I would love to. Well, you want to know this? You want to know the real thing, Brady? If I never even get married or have a girlfriend, I'm a happy guy. I got Batman, I got Speed Racer, and I have Prime. You know, I got my hey, that's all you need. website. Yeah, I, yeah. I got my snacks. I can do my own cooking. I can do my own washing. I, I'm a jack of all trades. I, you know, I, I'm not saying you know I wouldn't turn my back on something like that. But if it never happens, you know, uh, as The Rock would say, it doesn't matter. <sighs> It'll yeah. happen for you, brother. Just keep the faith. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, I love you, man. Hey, stay safe. You guys too. All right. Oh, bye-bye. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, that's the softer side of Malcolm. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to Anthony. We're going to run the table right now. Anthony out in Kansas uh, <clears throat> joining us. What, what's going on, dude? How you doing? Hey, what's up? Nothing much. Just, How you doing? All these animals outside tonight. It's really been annoying. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to Malcolm or whatever. He's always wrong. Yeah, he's a wild man. He's a, we love him. He's uh, like wild. He's like wild man, Mark Mario. He's wild, brother. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. What's going on with Considering, you? Just uh, there's uh, cat sounds in the background. Meow, meow. <laughs> 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 you know what's funny? <laughs> what's that? When I when I 
when I lived with my uncle, I was trying to sleep, and outside by the window, you hear fucking cats fighting in about middle of the night. Mm-hmm. All you hear is... I used to date a girl that sounded like cats fighting whenever she sang. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Oh, uh, no. Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is everything all right? You good? We missed you oh, last yeah. week. Just, yeah, I was kind of busy. Kind of busy? Um, yeah. Yeah. You should have been busy calling us. Eh, I got off work and had some stuff going on. What are you saying? I don't pay you enough? You don't pay me nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So you're saying it's not enough? You gotta pay the top dollar. You gotta pay the man. No top dollar. Woo! No top dollar. No top dollar. Hate that guy. Yeah, that was that. That 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 didn't really take long. From last, uh, I watched bits and pieces of it because I was busy Friday night. I watched okay. SmackDown a couple days couple days later, but that was a uh, kind of didn't take no, no time to bring back uh, Hit Row. The whole Triple H taking over. He's like, uh, he's bringing back some people that got released. Mm-hmm. I kind of noticed. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's been a couple weeks or so. Triple H. Raw's been good. SmackDown's been good. I think it's Obviously. all been very good lately. Yeah, but I hear, I hear little rumors. As Rat Boy would say, his Rat Boy rumors. Rat rumors, uh, yeah. Rat rumors. Yeah. That, uh, the Clash at the Castle, I don't know how they're going to do it, but somehow, uh, it might be a possibility where they're going to kind of separate the titles if, say, I don't know, that Drew wins or. They beat Theory Cactus and they split the Raw title. So do we play back to Raw or something? Which is about way overdue. But, uh. Then you got Karen Cross back in the mix. That seems kind of interesting. What's your thoughts on that? What's my thought on carrying cross? Yeah, like how they kind of been presenting him, considering how when Vince was around running things. Well, it's how it's. Yeah, whatever, I mean, it's how, how it's, it's supposed to be. I, I've said it so many times now. Like, if you're going to bring somebody up, you bothered to make him a big deal in NXT, make him a big deal in the main, ro- main roster. Instead, when Vince was in oh, charge, yeah. they took everything that people liked about the guy and took it away. They took away the music, the clock. The crow. They took away Scarlet. Yep. Uh, they took away the the whole thing, the whole presentation, and uh, they give him a welder's mask and had him lose to Jeff Hardy in a minute. Why did they waste a yeah. year in in NXT? And why did they have him beat all those guys along the way if you were just going to do that? 
You know, with Triple yeah, H, and, and, and to his benefit, Triple H is a wrestling guy. You know, he oh, has sure. he has not just respect for what happened in the past, but he actually loves a lot of what happened in wrestling's past. And Vince McMahon, uh, he looks down on what used to happen and, and like, thinks you should always look yeah. forward. And, and you know what? There are certain ideas that work, and the reason that they work is because they're timeless, exactly. you know? Uh, Karrion Cross is that formula. He's 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 a perfect yeah. example of what they should be doing, and that's why Triple H is smart. Well, I mean, a couple weeks ago, well, a week from this past uh, Friday or whatever, when he came back, it looks like he's. I don't know. It's, it's kind of like a mixture. What they're trying to do with him, I don't know. Like, say, if Drew McIntyre. I don't know how they play at all, how they're going to split the titles, but, um, yeah. it seems like maybe, maybe Logan beats Drew McIntyre and then Karen Cross <laughs> is, I, I mean, I don't know, they can go different ways with it, but like, obviously, uh, I saw something about the draft, they kind of mentioned that, so, yeah. My guess is within the next month or two, they're going to do the draft like what usually happens around that time of year. Um, yeah, I, I hate that they are. By the way. Yeah, I mean, you don't need the brand split anymore. Right. It's stupid. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if they bring it back to where Adam Pierce, kind of like how they're kind of like having Sonya Deville kind of fusion with him a little bit. If they could bring back the whole GM thing and like actually make it count, then it could work. But crossing over wrestlers back and forth, that's just kind of stupid. It doesn't really make the whole brand split right. worth anything. And, and the but, last uh, couple of years, that's what they've done. They start out strong with the brand split, and then a couple months in, they start crossing everybody over well, all the time. Well, the thing with it is, is, I mean, yeah, it's months away in November. But you got the Survivor Series. Look how they've been doing it every year. So obviously, well, I hate that too. Series, so. Well, before Survivor Series, they're going to have to probably try to me, WrestleMania. Back. If you're if you're going to have two brands, then WrestleMania should be the one where they, you have the dream matches, not not Survivor well, Series. I, I, Never made sense. I tell you what. I, I don't know. And, and they used to have that stupid rule, like where you could like you could like bring somebody over twice a year or something, and. Then they just yeah. stop doing that, and it's like every week somebody can cross over. And they just don't explain well, why they're not doing that anymore. They just don't do it. Yeah, I know. But hopefully with Triple H and Cole, hopefully he brings that. So, I mean, obviously they're focusing on the IC title or the U.S. title, the way they kind of been presenting it. But my thing yeah. is, they're going to... I would say, come sooner or later, they're going to split Roman's titles apart to where you have the champion presenting Raw again because look how they've been doing with Survivor Series and champion versus champion. I mean, I don't know what they have plans for the unified tag titles, but... Um, my but prediction, like my prediction they is they're going to have Drew McIntyre win the WWE title and Roman's going to keep the uh, Universal because that's what he had before. 
That way they can continue well, to talk that, about how long he's been champion. Yeah, true. And then they're going to, if they drag it out to Brock versus Roman at WrestleMania next year. But the same You do time, Brock versus Roman means, and you do Cody versus... Stroh suggested Cody versus Seth Rollins. I'd be all right with that. I'd also be all right if it was Cody versus um, Karrion Cross for the title. Yeah, that, that would be pretty cool. Or Drew. Um, Cody versus Drew would be good. Well, for Drew, if they do one title where he wins... Cody versus Lashley? They're going to have yeah. to announce the draft shortly after because they're going to have to draft fucking Drew back to Raw for that to happen if he takes the WWE yeah. title over to Raw. Honestly, oh, I, mean, I don't think they put that much they, thought into it. Although they might now. Yeah, I mean, then again, <laughs> it seems like some shit, I'm not going to say why, but it seems like they kind of hear people out about some shit. But, uh, um, fucking, uh, no, what I was trying to say is, um, they're going to probably have a draft probably within the next month or two. But, uh... Yeah. They're going to have to split the titles back because there's been reports of USA kind of saying... I mean, I know how you said before, Bourbon not peering that much and this and that, but they kind of walked herself in the corner back at WrestleMania when they unified titles. Honestly, he carries around both titles. Uh, they didn't make one freaking having him holding one title for a reason. So they're going to probably split them back up, obviously, sooner than later. But, I don't know. I mean, Theory, he still has a briefcase. We'll see how that goes or whatever. I mean, when you said something about Cody, Cody versus uh, Seth Rollins, I mean, they could bring that back. That would be, you have... Cody come back and win the Rumble and somehow say if Drew does take the WWE title, get strapped in the Raw as Seth Rollins sometime before Rumble or so, or even at Chamber, maybe, or maybe earlier than that, beat Drew for the title and then we get Cody versus, kind of like how they're kind of renting off Cody with Seth Rollins and Cody or whatever to have Cody come back for a big pop at the Rumble Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. he wins the Rumble. And then they do mm-hmm. Cody versus Seth at WrestleMania. And then, obviously, mm-hmm. if they keep the Universal title on Roman mm-hmm. all the way up to WrestleMania, he takes down mm-hmm. The Rock. Mm-hmm. And then the following year, mm-hmm. WrestleMania 40, we can Hall of Fame, Rock goes into mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. And uh, I'm sure you'll be there at WrestleMania 40 because it's an Eagle Stadium in Philadelphia. I probably won't try to get out to WrestleMania next year, but I definitely want to come out to WrestleMania 40 at Eagle Stadium because I've been waiting for them to have WrestleMania back in Philadelphia. I mean, I'll, are you playing on the? Probably. I, I haven't really thought about it, honestly. Like, I, I don't know, like, it's, I mean, it's weird, because, like, before, I would have, like, like, I would have, like, snapped somebody's neck to go before. 
And it's like now as I get older, yeah. all I see is like traffic and like not having a good hey. view. And like it, it 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 bothers me because like I don't know, like I I wish I were there doing something. So like for me yeah. to just go there, sit in media row, whatever, um Hang out, well, I mean, see some people. That's cool. I, I'm more interested in the events around WrestleMania than I'm... Like, I had the chance to go to the WrestleMania in New York a couple of years ago, and I turned it down. Because, like, I just didn't oh, want to wow. deal with the traffic and having to drive home and everything, you know? Because it's like... I don't know. Yeah, it's just, I mean... It's a pain, you know? And as I, I would, get older, I, mean, I just think, like, no. Yeah. I, 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 I kind of would rather just enjoy the stuff surrounding it and then go home and, like... But with that said, I probably will go. It's just... Well, I mean, obviously... I, I don't care so like close. I used to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. being so close or whatever, it wouldn't be, like, where you have to travel, like, flying out to a city or whatever, so you're so close or whatever. But, I mean, like, yeah. back at WrestleMania 29 when I went, I mean, it wasn't the greatest WrestleMania. I mean, it had some pretty top-tier matches, Undertaker, CM Punk. Uh, a lot of people like Brock Lesnar versus Triple H, Cena versus Rock Part Two, or whatever. That trip when I made yeah. from Maryland driving, going to Access, had to be there by eight in the morning, and when it was estimated one day, and all freaking day long from like early in the morning to getting back like basically within 24 hours from driving up there. And going to access and hanging around by the arena and then WrestleMania and <laughs> coming back to Maryland and all that bullshit. That was a long, long, long day. Very long day. It was a struggle getting back. <laughs> but now, obviously, they're going with the whole two-day thing. And I saw, I guess they sold pretty much like the kickoff for WrestleMania next year. It's like the highest uh-huh. person. Mm-hmm. For like a short term or whatever, for WrestleMania, I'm kind of kicking myself mm-hmm. in the butt for not going to Dallas this no. year. Uh, this year at WrestleMania, my opinion was yeah. one of the better WrestleManias overall in the past quite a few years. But I mean, WrestleMania, WrestleMania this year. yeah. I mean, I've been to it once. It's actually a different type of feel to it. But I mean, I'm not saying I'm gonna pay like outrageous price go down low and sit real close like some of these damn fans that pay like thousands of dollars <laughs> or whatever, but it'll still be a fun time, I guess. And then managing going to some of the other shows going on that weekend. But I like to come yeah. out and go to that or whatever because, I mean, just like AEW, I'm just waiting for them to get keep on getting a little bit bigger. I mean, Tony Khan... He, he freaking has, obviously, Jack, Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, if they can try to make AEW popular enough, I'm sure, give it some time, they could always hold a show at Jacksonville or whatever and pull off a yeah. big show. Considering how he has working relationship with uh, New Japan and mm-hmm. all that, do a big-ass show and mm. say maybe Jacksonville Jaguars, even, you never know. 
I'm going to say that. For Maybe they do WrestleMania and get it, get AEW kicked out of the uh, their own stadium. <laughs> I don't know. AEW, they got the kind of lows and ups or whatever. It's kind of funny how, which I knew that was going to happen. Can Punk coming back last week? Obviously, we're probably going to see Moxley versus Punk at All Out. I'm just wondering if Mr. MJF is going to make his appearance. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What do you think? You think you think he's going to come back? You think maybe Tony? Do Tony I think Punk's MJF? going to come back? No, uh, MJF. You think they're just like pulling like a big ruse? Oh yeah, it's all a big ruse. I don't believe for a second that. Uh, so, no, I, I'm. I'm. I, I feel like they're dragging it out too long to the point where there's really not a payoff to it. All you did is like phase this uh, guy out at this point. Unless he's dealing with an injury I mean, or something, you know. Maybe, or they could just have, have something happen. <laughs> Sorry. Have, some, have something happen at the end of the match, or maybe. A, Interruption or something like that, where that's up MJF for a full out or a full gear. I mean, I mean, you never know. That's hard though with AEW. Well, I mean, I think AEW gets in their own way sometimes. Yeah, I mean, what MJF's contract runs out what end of the year of two thousand twenty? Does it end three? I guess next year or something like that. No, oh, I think it's or yeah, I think year. it's January of twenty twenty four, I think, right? Oh, okay, yeah, I think so. In any event, so, I think all this time he's not wrestling, they can extend his contract, so Yeah, maybe they're working something out. Obviously there's a reason why I after I I think it was all a big work. I, I think it was all a big yeah. work and he'll come back probably for double or nothing. Uh, if he doesn't come back for double or nothing, then I start to question why exactly they're doing this. I mean, they yeah, took exactly. one of their biggest stars and essentially took him off of television for what? I mean, well, what purpose does it serve I mean, at that point? I mean, obviously, last week unless he he's had hurt, Punk and he might be hurt, and I don't know about it. Well, you had Punk return last week. Maybe if Punk beats Moxley at all out. And then it starts off with MJF, and then MJF gets a big title win. Finally, after all this time, comes yeah. like they build a feud, build it back up for a whole year. And then you have again MJF take the title from Punk at full gear, and then come say Revolution or next year's Double or Nothing. Yeah. And you put in the mix of uh, World Love, getting his big moment. I mean. Obviously, they're building Wardlow. I mean, still got that TNT title. Look how much it boot flopped. Or whatever, for the past so many months. Mm. Obviously, he's keeping it. He's done a good job with Wardlow. Yeah. It's amazing how they do good jobs by letting people wrestle. And not worry about gangs or fake suspensions. All right, man. You got anything else? I'm I'm about tapped for the night. <laughs> um, so 
I hope I'll be able to sleep with these damn cats. Yeah. <laughs> did you did you did you like Raw? I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was good, yeah. And I like that like they feel yeah. faster than they used to. Like that they, they don't feel like three hours anymore. Which is good. Now they just feel well, like two and a half hours. One one last thing I noticed last week when they kinda uh Rita Ripley beat up um and they kinda like seemed like they took out Dominic. It seems like it might lead to maybe eventually where Dominic finally joins Judgment Day and he finally, finally turns on his dad. Maybe. I. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I'm sure it's coming, but I don't really care. Uh huh. I just, just me. I don't really care. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> there goes this cat. <laughs> what you gonna do with this cat? You're a wild old you. Mm-hmm. All right. Pretty much. All right, bro. Sorry, I'm fading. All right. I'll see you. Take care. <laughs> 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 oh wow. Oh god, it's like a mental asylum. Uh <laughs> Uh anything else, Joe? I, I feel like uh I wasn't kidding when I said I'm about tapped. Oh, just uh, you know, WCB Retro uh Thursday night talking about Miss Elizabeth. Now it's gonna be the standard time via today's dot com. Um also Oh yeah. <laughs> Friday night the shows up at dot com let's throw the maestro at midnight Eastern Standard Time the house of haunted hills, Mr. Price, yeah, I'll probably have a few cats and haunted pants too. And then uh <laughs> and then and then Saturday uh, I'll be doing an autograph signing meet and greet at the Fourth Collectible uh, show being held at the American Legion in Wilmington, North Carolina, beginning in the cruise I think. So, yeah, come to the house and meet and greet. Thanks so much. Always highlight the week here. Absolutely. Uh, for me as well. And thank you so much for the time tonight, show. Thank you to Kathy, the best cast and crew I could ever ask for, really. Uh, thank you to all the callers. And, uh, yeah, be sure to check out all the other great stuff on VOCNation.com. And be sure to call in live next week. We're here each and every Tuesday night, 9 Eastern, 914-338-1885. Thursday night, WCW Retro with the Strow, 914-338-1885. That's also at 9 Eastern, but that's on Thursday. Uh, from my end, I've got ECWA coming up. That is September 17th. It's a Saturday, and it's a doubleheader. 4 o'clock is the ECWA Tag Team Super 8 Tournament, the the third time in history. So, really looking forward to that. And then at 7 Eastern, it's Pretzel Mania 5. Pretzel Mania. You know, I get to ring announce for Pretzel Mania, and they hang a giant pretzel from the rafters, and they have me point to it and go, there's Pretzel Mania! Just like that. It's it's, it's a great time. (laughs) Yeah, it is pretty cool. 
WrestleManias. Also, the 55th anniversary of the ECWA. So be sure to check it out as well. Doubleheader. Combo tickets are available. Just go to ECWAWrestling.com. Uh, I'll be checking in in the next couple weeks with the matches and stuff like that. I know they announced a lot already. I am just fried right now, guys. So I don't got it in me. But be sure to check it out. ECWAWrestling.com. And that's going to do it. Everybody be good to each other. Take care. Love you all very much. We'll talk to you real soon. Bye-bye.